the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Vice President Pence is on a day-long campaign bus tour in the greater Pittsburgh area. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton is traveling with the vice president. The vice president has come here to western Pennsylvania to highlight the Trump administration's pro-life policies. His first stop is Cornerstone Ministries Church, where he'll meet with pro-life advocates. Later in the afternoon, Mr. Pence will deliver remarks about American energy at a Workers for Trump rally. The vice president has visited this critical battleground state several times over the past few months in a 2020 campaign push. Greg Clugston traveling with the vice president in Pittsburgh. Also at townhall.com, the top U.S. general for the Middle East says the number of American troops in Iraq will drop this month from about 5,200 to 3,000. General Frank McKenzie said while visiting Iraq that the reduction demonstrates American confidence in the abilities of Iraq's own security forces against the Islamic State group. More than a dozen firefighters were overrun by flames while trying to protect a fire station in rugged mountains near the central California coast. One in critical condition. The injuries came as military helicopters rescued more than 150 people stranded in a burning forest in the middle of the state. A Norwegian lawmaker says he has nominated President Trump for the Nobel Peace Prize for his efforts in the Middle East. Norwegian Parliament member Christian Tibringjeti says Mr. Trump should be considered because of his work for a peace agreement between the United Arab Emirates and Israel. Tiringeta was one of two Norwegian lawmakers who nominated Mr. Trump for the Peace Prize in 2018. That nomination was for his efforts to bring reconciliation between North and South Korea. Correspondent Jeremy House with that report. On Wall Street, stocks are higher. The Dow up 514 points. The Nasdaq 282 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black is next here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Looking at clouds, some scattered rain showers, and a high only around 50 today. A cool 40 tonight, 
We'll see more sunshine, low 60s Thursday, mid-60s on Friday. Could see some upper 60s by the time we get to the weekend, although a chance of scattered showers through the weekend as well. We're Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Dana Lash. If you're a baker and someone is a skis ball and you don't want to make them a cake, you shouldn't have to make them a cake. I don't care if you're a Christian baker, like with uh, Jack Phillips out in uh, Colorado, or this. It's your business. No one has a right to command your physical labor, your thoughts, your movements, your presence, all of it. This is not indentured servitude. It's a business. The Dana Show. Weekdays from noon to 3 on Freedom 1570. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, we're going to do a radio show called It's the Cops. (laughs) It's the Cops. Because, boy, when we uh, need some help, uh, when it's the middle of the night, when there's road rage going on, uh, when you're exchanging children uh, on a uh, acrimonious uh, divorce settlement, boy, it sure is good uh, to know that there are cops around us. And today, uh, we're going to address the our law enforcement uh, professionals because they are under assault. And uh, today, we're actually going to be joined by a, a gentleman who uh, does the radio broadcast uh, for Law Enforcement Today. Uh, and we're going to talk about what police officers go through. Uh, we're going to talk about their struggles. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. But it's all about the cops today because, uh, you know, we're going to pay tribute to those uh, special men and women, uh, what they call LEOs, law enforcement officials. And so today, uh, our word of the day is courage. Courage. Courage simply defined the ability to do something that frightens one. Isn't that great? And you know what needs to, uh, what you need to have to have courage? Think about this. You could probably give me all kinds of words, but might I suggest That what we need to have uh, to have courage is the presence of fear. 
by definition. It is the presence of fear uh, that begats courage. Uh, and I go back to September 11, 2001, when everybody, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, I don't know the number, were running from burning buildings. It is our law enforcement officers. It is our first responders. It is our police and fire. As everybody else is running from the problems, they are running to the problems. And so I got this poem by Darlene Sorensen. Uh, it's called The Shield and the Call. It says, you do not even know us, yet to our aid you run. We call a simple number, and instantly you come. Your heart's like ours, beats its primal call. Preserve this life, keep it safe, yet still you come when needed most to help us in this desperate place. You may never understand this side of all the good you've done, but God is keeping record. Yes, that high and holy one. Uh, by Darlene Sorensen, who, by the way, law enforcement is a family matter for Darlene. She has a son, Luke, who's a police officer in Arkansas, and whose husband is a former police officer, now a pastor. And she, she wrote the poem for her son uh, and wanted to share it as a source of encouragement for other officers. You know, I'm here in Dallas. Our radio show uh, is emanating from uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. But, you know, on uh, July 6, 2016, at a Black Lives Matter protest, uh, five police officers were killed. You don't hear about those five police officers, and yet a year later, uh, Heather Heyer was killed uh, in Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. Uh, and there are statues, monuments. Uh, people talk about every couple uh, weeks I hear about uh, uh, Donald Trump and what happened there in Charlottesville. We hear her name all the time, but what about those five Dallas cops who were shot? Lauren Ahrens, Michael Kroll, Michael Smith, Patrick Zamaripa, and then the DART police officer, Brent Thompson. And I want to share with you what our governor, Greg Abbott, wrote uh, to the community here in Dallas-Fort Worth upon the killing of those five police officers. He says, our hearts are heavy. Last night in Dallas, five law enforcement officers were killed. Seven officers and two civilians were wounded. The coordinated ambush and deliberate, brutal executions were acts of cowardice. Hiding behind innocence to target and savagely slaughter police officers dedicated preserving life and our freedoms. The full force of law must ensure all responsible are brought to justice and our communities are kept secure. Justice will be served, but justice is a small solace for the families left behind. We mourn for the families of the fallen, for the law enforcement community, and for our nation. Respect for our law enforcement officers must be restored in our nation. The badge every officer wears over his or her heart is a reminder of a sacred trust, a commitment, a contract with each of us. For law enforcement officers to stand in front of us and all that threatens, we must stand behind them. Every life matters. With each innocent life lost, we lose more of our humanity. It's time for us to unite as Texans, as Americans, to say no more. No more will we tolerate disrespect for those who serve. No more will we allow the evil of hate merchants to tear us apart. Through anguish and sorrow may darken the days ahead. We will not be overcome by evil. We will overcome evil with good. Texas is an exceptional state with exceptional people. We face tough challenges and come together to overcome those challenges. In the coming days, there will be those who foment distrust and fan the flames of dissension. 
to come together, that would be the greatest rebuke to those who seek to tear us apart. There is far more that binds us together. We see that great strength in times of tragedy, in times of great need. Whether fire or flood or the acts of depraved individuals, Texans are the first to open their hearts and their homes, their wallets to offer charity and love. I ask for your prayers for our law enforcement officers, for the city of Dallas, for our state and for our nation. May God comfort those who lost a family member and may God heal the hurt in our communities. I have faith in the goodness of Texas, of America, for in the end, evil always fails. And this was the Dallas sniper who gunned down five cops. I want to go to break sharing with you something Paul Harvey did a couple years back. It's called Law Enforcement. What are policemen made of? A policeman is a composite of what all men are, a mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. Culled statistics wave the fan over the stinkers, underscore instances of dishonesty and brutality because they are news. What that really means is that they are exceptional, unusual, not commonplace. Buried under the froth is the fact that less than one half of one percent of policemen misfit that uniform, and that's a better average than you'd find among clergymen. What is a policeman made of? He of all men is at once the most needed and the most unwanted. He's a strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and fuzz behind his back. He must be such a diplomat that he can settle differences between individuals so that each will think he won. But if the policeman is neat, he's conceited. If he's careless, he's a bum. If he's pleasant, he's a flirt. If he's not, he's a grouch. He must make in an instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer. But if he hurries, he's careless. If he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp or expect to be sued. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. A policeman must know everything and not tell. He must know where all the sin is and not partake. The policeman must, from a single human hair, be able to describe the crime, the weapon, and the criminal and tell you where the criminal is hiding. But if he catches the criminal, he's lucky. If he doesn't, he's a dunce. If he gets promoted, he has political pull. If he doesn't, he's a dullard. The policeman must chase bum leads to a dead end, stake out ten nights to tag one witness who saw it happen but refuses to remember. He runs files and writes reports until his eyes ache to build a case against some felon who will get dealed out by a shameless Seamus or an honorable who isn't honorable. The policeman must be a minister, social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius, for he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel 
In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Relief factor, pain relief. It's natural pain relief that works. And pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Wake up with the Freedom 1570 Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet concise manner. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword subscribe. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. You know, uh, I've had 30 years of training in the field of leadership. I I train leaders. Uh, I've trained uh, law enforcement officers from all over the country. I've trained military heroes. Uh, matter of fact, I used to, when I was, before I came to Texas, I used to work with the, uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department and we trained them on eye movement patterns and, uh, uh, basic skills of leadership. And so I'm used to dealing with things. And one thing I learned a long time ago is one of the key things for a leader is to be fluid. Fluid is an interesting word. Uh, you know, I grew up in Vegas and, uh, the ground's pretty hard and, uh, we have something called caliche. Uh, in Vegas. I put myself through the first couple of years of college working 
concrete, uh, with uh, Harrington's on uh, concrete. Uh, and uh, caliche, it's like rock. Uh, it is so hard to get through. And so the ground is really hard in Vegas. And I, I remember I'd sit in my backyard. We were really poor, really poor. And it was hot. It was summer in Vegas. It's 120 degrees. And we don't have a lot of air conditioning. We're poor white people. Uh, and I would put her on the hose. Uh, and I would um, attempt to make a, a water puddle. And then as that filled up over the little brim I, 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 I built, the water would flow. It would never go in the ground. Because the the ground was so hard, but it would just flow. And I would sit there sometimes, have a very low, and just watch this water as it's what I call fluid. It's changing shape, changing form, but it's always moving. And to me, that's what a leader is. You know, we, we know where we're going. Like on this radio show, I know uh, at 11.58.50, uh, I'm done. So I, I work myself backwards. I begin with the end in mind. And then I create a theatrical, if you will, experience because I know that people remember what they see, hear, and feel. And so I want to have an emotional response. So always got to be fluid. Why do I say that? Because right now I should be introducing you to a great man. His name is John Jay. He uh, is with a radio show uh, called uh, Life and uh, Life. Uh, what is it called? Hold on, sorry. Law Enforcement Today. It's called Law Enforcement Day, host of nationally syndicated talk show, uh, and and basically he's uh, represents law enforcement. He's a retired law enforcement officer. Uh, he is a radio guy now, so I had a really great conversation with him, and he was going to be sharing uh, his expertise, and uh, we were going to have this nice dialogue uh, about what's going on with law enforcement. But what do you know? <laughs> Our system's not working, uh, and so we cannot get uh, John on the phone. And so, uh, you know, we got to be fluid as leaders. And you could have everything planned out as well as you want, but different things happen. And so today we're going to continue on paying respect to our brothers and sisters in blue. And uh, it says here that they see abused kids. They see dead bodies. They see horrible traffic accidents. And what that means is that traumatic events and stressful events kind of build on one another. If you have to put a bulletproof vest on before you go to work, that's an indication you're already under the possibility of being shot or killed. So all these things weigh heavily on the psyche. And over time, they hurt the officers. That's from John Violanti. 23-year police veteran and professor at University of Buffalo. You know, I started with the definition of courage, the ability to do something that frightens one. Now, please hear this. I know, I know that with every profession, there are bad people in that profession. Uh, I love teachers. Some of my favorite people in the world are teachers. And let's be honest, the teachers' union protects bad teachers. And I've read stories about p teachers that who teach uh, high schoolers, who teach junior high schoolers at school on their phones looking at porn, on their computers looking at porn, and get caught and can't be fired. And yet I would have a real problem if there's a teacher teaching my 12, 13-year-old daughter or 13, 14-year-old son, uh, and while they're working, he's looking at porn on his phone or on his computer while my kids are right there in front of him. That would bother me. I would think that would be instant grounds for firing. I, I'm, I, I'm a child of God. 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Catholic faith. I'm just not a big fan of religion, just so you know. Anything that's religion is man's attempt to be good enough for God. It's a whole bunch of check boxes. I don't care if you talk about Mormonism or Islam or Catholicism. Uh, Jesus, when he walked this planet, railed against religious leaders. But please hear this. Uh, There are many people who practice religion who have an intimate, personal relationship with Jesus Christ. See, to me, that's what Christianity is. It's a relationship. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. And man's always attempted to be good enough for God. You can go back to Genesis 10 and read about a man named Nimrod, who was the first leader of Babylon. He, that was the beginning of all religion. And when Jesus walked this planet, he railed against uh, the religious leaders because they checked boxes. They outwardly did things. But inwardly, he said their heart was far from them. So as a man of God, there are many good people of God in religions like Catholicism, like Mormonism, like Islam. There are a lot of great Muslims who love Jesus as Isa al-Masir, as our Lord and Savior. With that said, there are many leaders of Christianity, Catholicism, who have done terrible things. Uh, to children, but yet we don't look down upon religious leaders or spiritual leaders. And so the reason why, no matter what your job is, there's going to be people who don't do that job well, who are bad, is because we all fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 tells us that every single human being falls short of the glory of God, that by one man, Adam, sin became part of our DNA. And because one man, Adam, brought in sin to our DNA, one man, Jesus the Christ, healed us from that sin. And so, yes, there are police officers who are bad. Why? Because there are people who are bad. And any time a person puts on a uniform, whether that's a teacher's uniform, a doctor's uniform, a policeman's uniform... When any of those put those on, they're still a living, breathing human being. And even though they might do something for a living, that person still has the same fears and doubts as every other human being. That person, whether the cop or a teacher or a priest or a pastor or a nurse or a doctor or a radio show professional, they're still a living, breathing human being. They still have fears and desires. They still want to love and be loved. They still want to know they matter. They still want to know they're special. They want to provide for their families. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's what's missing in today's world. Understanding. We're so ready to pass judgment. We're so ready to criticize other people who we have not walked a mile in someone else's shoes. You need to realize that these are human beings who have to face courage every day. Countless officers go home daily with an emotional burden few understand. Officers run toward gunfire when everyone else is running away. Officers deal with victims who are drug addicted, drunk, shot at, stabbed, raped, and abused. They touch the victims to calm and save them. And they listen to and write down their horror stories. They search the suspects and offenders who sometimes raise the hair on the backs of their necks because the evil is so palpable. A police officer's safety is often compromised by helping people they have never met 
and who sometimes acknowledge their efforts with insults and hate. Calls were answered regardless of color, race, or religion. After rendering aid and writing a report, the officer then moves on to the next call. The amount of emotional capital expended when dealing with these sins daily is exhausting, and it's killing some officers. The violence and the resulting fallout that officers see is one part of this equation. Officers see, they feel, they touch, they taste, they smell, just like every single human being. See, we all have five coordinates for experience. They're called our senses. The brain is a sensory-based organ. And every, every memory we have is codified, is stored in the human senses. If I was to ask you to go through and re- tell me about experience from your past, a good memory, it would be codified in something you saw or something you heard or something you felt or experienced or something you smelt or something you tasted. And see, that's what a law enforcement officer does. They're still a human being. First and foremost, they are a spiritual being living in that body. And that body is a machine. It has rules. And so think about all the things that police officers see, all the decay, all the debaseness, all the pain, all the suffering. They see, they feel, they touch, they taste, they smell the awfulness of these incidents. And they sometimes vicariously experience the effects of grief-stricken families. And all of this often causes chronic stress that can lead to overwhelming dire and consequences. I've trained a lot of law enforcement officers. And in my training, it's the great equalizer. We see how flawed people are. We see how broken people are. We see how human everyone is. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask for some mercy, some grace, from understanding. Yeah, there are some people who put on the uniform that are bad. Absolutely. Because every single human being has the same disease. It's called the flesh. But today, I want to pray tribute to those brave men and women Yeah, it's scary when you're driving on the freeway and all of a sudden there's lights in your rearview mirror. Trust me, I've had my own confrontations with cops. Trust me, I have. But man, they're here to serve and to protect. And they deserve our respect. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network today. We're talking about It's the Cops. We'll be back in three minutes. Business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. 
Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Where are we headed? Globalism? A new world order? A singular government power? If we yield over and decide that America is not unique, it's not special, it's not extraordinary. We no longer are the United States of America. We're just a piece of a bigger government. And what about prophecy? Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, the world after Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and yours truly, Eric Metaxas. The Messiah will not arrive on Air Force One. Watch Trump 2024, the world after Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Go to SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024. SalemNow.com to watch Trump 2024 on demand. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it. Education and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about it's the cops. You know, the word of the day is courageous. Courage. Courage. And courage is the ability to do something that frightens one. And I want you to think about the word courage. Because by definition... Courage can only be present in in, in the presence of fear. Think about it. You cannot be courageous uh, unless you have fear. You know, I always tell the story, you know, uh, if I was to go up uh, to the store and and come back and let's say I'm in the studio and I I get Leah, I go to Starbucks and I get Leah caramel macchiato and he looks like a kind of caramel macchiato guy. So I say, Lee, here's a caramel macchiato. Now, Lee could say thank you. He could say what I owe you, black. He could say a lot of things. But he's probably not going to acknowledge my courage, right? But one thing I didn't tell you is about six months ago, I was uh, driving home. Uh, I was in Sturgis, uh, took the kids up to the Black Hills. Uh, and I had to get home because I'd been on the road for a while and uh, had a class that weekend. And so I'm pushing it. It's 3 in the morning. The kids are asleep in the back. And I'm uh, I'm barely staying awake. And I'm driving 90 miles an hour to get home and uh not paying attention, so I'm, the semi's right in front of me, so I, I floor it past the semi, and I head-on collision with another semi, and they had to flight for life me out of there. Uh, my kids were in the hospital for two months, uh, and since that time, 
anytime I hear a, a honk or a, a squeal of the wheels, I freak out. I have not been able to drive, uh, get in a car again for six months. But today, I'm ready to drive again. Now, do you think under that scenario, when I came back and gave Lee a caramel macchiato, he might address my courage? Now, that story's made up. I, I had to tell you that because before I tell the story, people send me cards saying, I'm praying for your kids, <laughs> and made it up. The whole point is this. Once they're the same scenario, I gave someone else a cup of coffee who did not ask for it. So why the different response? Because in one scenario, there's the presence of fear. In the other, there's not. And see, that's what our men and women in blue, the, the line, you know, that thin blue line they talk about between us and civilization, between criminality. And, and I mean, you see it all over. You see now where cops are attacked, cops are abused, uh, cops are spit upon. I, it, it, we're better than this. I want to give you some stats. I want to give you some stats, really important. And this is actually from Law Enforcement Today. Uh, uh, the real numbers of police brutality in America that you need to see. Now, this was written by Kyle Reyes. Uh, it was written last year, February 18, 2019. says the story that you're hearing out there is that police, police brutality is out of control. And this was a year ago, 18 months ago, that pr- police brutality is out of control. That's the lie you're being told by the media. That's the whole Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is not about Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is about votes. If you look up Act Blue, hundreds of millions of money, dollars, legally extorted from corporations, paid to Black Lives Matter, who then funnel into Democratic campaigns. Black people vote 95% Democrat. So what they're working to do now is get black people so afraid, uh, so scared, so angry, that maybe black people will vote 100% Democrat. It stuns me. This is all about votes. This is all about destroying Donald Trump. Uh, you can look, Google uh, the color, Miss Colors, the founder of in an interview, said it's all about removing Donald Trump. She said it very clearly. You know, she's a lot of things, but she does speak the truth. She says she's Marxist trained. She says they want to destroy the nuclear family. She says that black men have no part in Black Lives Matter because they want to remove men from the family because they want to get rid of uh, the nuclear family. They, want to, they, they hate God. They burn Bibles. So I'm just being honest with you. This is all about votes. This is all so that Joe Biden can get elected. I hope we're fine burning down our cities. This is not about bad cops. This is about bad politics. And so here are the real numbers, okay? According to 2019 data, there are 328,240,469 people here in the United States, all right? There are 670,000 full-time police officers I have a total of 900,000 sworn law enforcement officers. There are approximately 2.1 police officers per 1,000 people. Police officers are less than 0.21% of the population, so less than one quarter of 1%. Officers come in contact with 17% of the population annually. That's interesting. Officers come in contact with 17% of the population annually. That means they have about... 55,800,000 55,800,000 contacts, okay? So this is at the time of the last report. 
26,000 excessive force complaints against officers. So there are 56 million, give or take 100,000, contacts. Of the 56 million contacts, 26,000 excessive force complaints were against the officers. That is a .04% of contacts. And by the way, I think that's less than COVID infections. Just let you know. Just so you know. Only 8% of those complaints were sustained. So only 8% were sustained. That's 2,080 out of 54 million contacts or 0.0039%. So 0.004. Again, less than COVID serious death rate. Think about that. So the guy who wrote this article said a good friend chief of police put this into this perspective. You are seven times more likely to be murdered, 15 times more likely to be killed in a traffic accident, and 42 times more likely to be raped than to have a police officer use excessive force on you. Now, he says, let's look at 2018 police shootings. This is 2018. We have a last full year of the numbers. Of the 998 total police deadly use of forces. So in 2018, there was under 1,000. So 998 uh, police deadly use of force. So broken down into race, uh, white people were 456 of those. 45.69%. Okay? I think white people about 40% of the population. So black people, so a little bit more than their percentage. Black people, uh, 229 so 22.95% of the occurrences. Hispanic, 165, uh, which was 16.5. Age, under 18, uh, eight, 15 people. 18 to 29, 286. 30 to 34, 379. Over 45, 353. According to FBI data, black men committed murder 572.8% more than white men. Rapes are committed at a level of 146.1% greater robbery at 617.9% greater, aggravated assault at 203.3% greater, and violent crime in total at 263.6% greater. So you got to realize what's going on here. Just are out astronomical in the black community. It's stunning. You just got to realize what's going on. Yes, black people in the United States are more likely to be victims of violent confrontations with police officers per capita than their white counterparts. But again, let's take a look at what's going on. Statistically, minorities come to police attention far more than their population would suggest. So black Americans make up about 13 or 14 percent of the population. But according to the FBI, they account for about 50 percent of murders and about 38% of all violent crime overall. Think about that. What's going on in the black community is issues that need to be dealt with. There is systemic racism in the black community. It's called democratically run cities. It's called poor schools. See, if I was in the inner city, even though I'm not doing well right now financially, and my school was failing, my kids weren't being treated properly, I would move out. And that's what most people do. Most people do that as well. But when you're poor and you're in the inner city and you can't move out, you get stuck there. Your kids go to a broken school. 
And then you have all these Democratic leaders that tell you to go out and vote every year, and you go vote Democrat like 95% of all black people do, and you get the same people in office lining their same pockets. You look at people like Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. Joe Biden's been in office for 47 years, almost 50 years, almost time that uh, he has been living off the government. Think about this. Homicides rate have skyrocketed. Just This goes back two years, 2018. In Washington, D.C., homicides are up 54%. In Cleveland, up 90%. Overall, homicides up 17%. The U.S. Department of Justice says that black people make up 15% of the population in the 75 largest counties in the United States, yet account for 62% of all robberies, 57% of all murders, and 45% of all assaults. We got to realize there's something's going on. Something's going on, and we need to take a look at what's going on in our inner cities. This is why Black Lives Matter don't want black men in the family. And if you look at stats, when you remove men out of families, one of the highest regards for criminality, for dropping out of school, for uh, fatherhood outside of wedlock, is not having a man in the home. I've done these stats over and over and over. That fatherless homes create so much demise in people and in families and in communities that it's even hard to track. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got to realize, yeah, it's a tough situation out there. It takes a lot of courage to run into a situation where most people run away. It takes a lot of courage to be spit upon and not spit back. It takes a lot of courage to be punched around and not be able to defend yourself because you're a law enforcement officer and someone has a camera. Yeah, there are bad cops. Yeah, there are bad teachers. Yeah, there are bad doctors. But ladies and gentlemen, our law enforcement officers deserve our respect. They do a job that most of us would never, ever, ever do. I'm Mr. Black. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today, we're talking about It's the Cops. We'll be back in three minutes. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. 
We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your student's first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like Freedom 1570 on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and if you miss any of this radio show, go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. Um, we, uh, you can listen to this show and many other archived uh, messages as well. It's an hour of power. Our one organ that has unlimited plasticity is our human brain. You never have to lose it, people. You can keep it as fresh and young as you want it to be. And today we're paying tribute to our men and women in blue, our law enforcement officers. And uh, I was reading from an article uh, from Law Enforcement Today, uh, great organization, Law Enforcement Day, uh, great radio program as well. Uh, good friend, uh, John Jay, uh, he does a, uh, um, what is it, uh, Law Enforcement Day radio show. It's a weekly show. Highly recommend. You Google it, find it. Uh, you really enjoy it. Uh, this great article that uh, Kyle Reyes did in February 18 of 2019 on Law Enforcement Day. I want to close out with two comments. He said, uh, I want to leave you with a few recent studies. Uh, He said, first, a 2016 study by Roland G. Fryer, Jr., who's an economics professor at Harvard, he found that no racial bias could be detected, detected in police shootings in either the raw data or when accounting for controls. He also found racial bias was detected in lesser use of police force, but not deadly encounters. His recommendation, quote, Black Lives Matter should seek solutions within their own communities rather than changing the behaviors of police and other external forces. And I remember when this uh, article came out, this study, because this guy who did it, Roland G. Fryer, he was expecting totally different results. He was expected to show uh, that police officers were racially uh, adverse to black people. He was stunned. I remember finally, Kyle says, finally, police officers of all races are also disproportionately endangered by black assailants. Over the past decade, according to FBI data, 40% of cop killers have been black. Now, they represent 15% of the population. 40% of all cop killers have been black. 
Officers are killed by blacks at a rate two and a half times higher than the rate at which blacks are killed by police. And I'm going to tell you one right now. I can exponentially increase your possibility of not being killed by a law enforcement officer. When they stop, you stop. When they tell you put your hands up, put your hands up. When they tell you whatever to do, do it. Don't resist arrest. Don't punch a cop out. Don't grab for their taser or their gun. And your chances of walking away from that encounter, even if you go to jail that day, your chance of walking away. My parents told me this when I was a kid. Whether it be the professor, whether it be a principal, whether it be a law enforcement officer. They said, you respect authority. You do exactly what they tell you to do when they tell you to do it. If there's a problem, you come home and tell me, my dad would say, and I'll deal with it. That's the difference. I've trained hundreds, if not thousands, of law enforcement officers. I got friends in California, Nevada, uh, all over the country who are law enforcement officers. One of my good friends, Brandon, who's a law enforcement officer in Northern California, three years ago, his partner was gunned down. Was gunned down. Brandon called me up a week ago and said, I'm really struggling, Black. I need your help. Struggling, man. It's that time of year. I lost my partner. He's called me twice in the last two days, and we missed each other's phone call. I was going to have him on the radio with me today. Good friend of mine, Brian, in northern Nevada, retired as a law enforcement officer. He credits me with saving his marriage. Brandon changed me with saving his marriage as well. I can give you cops to tell over and over say I helped them save their marriage. I helped them deal with PTSD. I helped them clean up some of the things that was going on in their head and heart. Some of the most commonly diagnosed mental health disorders among police officers today, the top three. Number one, post-traumatic stress disorder. Because of acute trauma, you know, being the victim of an attack or assault, experience any life-threatening situation as a witness, repeated exposure, traumatic events, ongoing threats, post-traumatic stress disorder is developed. Some experts suggest that as many as 20% of police officers are at risk of developing PTSD a disorder known to contribute to divorce, substance use disorders, suicide. Do you realize it has always been the case that more law enforcement officers die by their own gun than another, by a perpetrator's gun? In other words, more police officers die via suicide than in the line of duty. And a lot of times they use their own service revolver. You can't give me another profession where you could say the same thing. This is startling. This is the trauma. This is drama. And now they're underpaid. They're being told they're, they're losers. They're being told they're racist. I've seen white Black Lives Matter people in the face of black police officers calling them evil, dirty names. And everybody's okay with it. So they struggle with PTSD. They struggle with trauma-related disorders. The divorce rate uh, with police officers through the roof. Spousal abuse through the roof. Suicide through the roof. All the trauma, all the drama. Yeah, we need better training. We need psychological assistance and help because of what they deal with. Issues of anxiety, depression, sleep disorders, and more can all be indications of a trauma. Obesity, respiratory problems, chronic medical conditions. People spit on them now. People spit in their coffee. They're poisoned. And then you got this guy in Rochester running around naked, high on PCP, Nowadays, we wear masks because if you cough around someone, they're going to die. But for a police officer to put a spit uh, mask on somebody who can threaten their life with spit in coronavirus times, no one sees a problem with that. 
And then thirdly, substance abuse disorders. Because we all self-medicate, ladies and gentlemen. Some do it with drugs, some do it with alcohol, some do it sexually, some do it at the gym, some do it with God. But we all self-medicate. And I'm telling you right now, it's time to respect our men and women in blue. They deserve it. We're better than this, ladies and gentlemen. You know, respect. That's what God tells us. Respect authority. Because we're called to respect authority. We're called to be people uh, who listen, who respond, who respect. I don't like being pulled over. When I see lights in the back of my rearview mirror, I, my heart starts beating through my chest. Yeah, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And cops are people too. They can have bad days. But I can guarantee you, just follow instructions. Do what they tell you to do. And then if there's a problem, deal with it later. you got all kinds of legal ramifications. But honor our men and women in blue. They deserve it. And so in closing, I want to replay for you Paul Harvey's great piece that he did. Uh, great piece on the respect, the power of police officers. Because they deserve our respect. They have courage. Courage that most of us can never muster. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. What are policemen made of? A policeman is a composite of what all men are, a mingling of saint and sinner, dust and deity. Culled statistics wave the fan over the stinkers, underscore instances of dishonesty and brutality because they are news. What that really means is that they are exceptional, unusual, not commonplace. Buried under the froth is the fact that less than one half of one percent of policemen misfit that uniform, and that's a better average than you'd find among clergymen. What is a policeman made of? He of all men is at once the most needed and the most unwanted. He's a strangely nameless creature who is sir to his face and fuzz behind his back. He must be such a diplomat that he can settle differences between individuals so that each will think he won. But if the policeman is neat, he's conceited. If he's careless, he's a bum. If he's pleasant, he's a flirt. If he's not, he's a grouch. He must make in an instant decisions which would require months for a lawyer. But if he hurries, he's careless. If he's deliberate, he's lazy. He must be first to an accident, infallible with a diagnosis. He must be able to start breathing, stop bleeding, tie splints, and above all, be sure the victim goes home without a limp or expect to be sued. The police officer must know every gun, draw on the run, and hit where it doesn't hurt. He must be able to whip two men twice his size and half his age without damaging his uniform and without being brutal. If you hit him, he's a coward. If he hits you, he's a bully. A policeman must know everything and not tell. He must know where all the sin is and not partake. The policeman must, from a single human hair, be able to describe the crime, the weapon, and the criminal and tell you where the criminal is hiding. But if he catches the criminal, he's lucky. If he doesn't, he's a dunce. If he gets promoted, he has political pull. If he doesn't, he's a dullard. The policeman must chase bum leads to a dead end, stake out ten nights to tag one witness who saw it happen but refuses to remember. He runs files and writes reports until his eyes ache to build a case against some felon who will get dealed out by a shameless Seamus or an honorable who isn't honorable. 
The policeman must be a minister, social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman, and of course he'll have to be a genius, for he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. 